from the Hutchins Recording Studio in Howell, Michigan. It's the Hutchins Computer Lab Podcast. Today's guest, first grader, teacher, marathon runner, Mrs. Jillick Wolf. Now the guy who hates to wait in line at the Maya Deli, Mr. Horn. Thank you, Jack, for that great introduction. Hi, everyone. I am Mr. Horn. I am the host of the Hutchins Computer Lab blog. Happy to have with us today in studio, first grade teacher, Mrs. Jillick Wolf. Hello, Mr. Horn. Hey, Mrs. Jillick Wolf. How are you? Fine, thank you. Great to have you in the studio. What do you think of our studio? It's nice. I know. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, don't step on the umbrella or get it in the trash over there, by the way, by the file cabinet. It's beautiful. So, Mrs. Jillick is here today. Mrs. Jillick Wolf is not only a first grade teacher here at Hutchings, but I don't know how many of you out there know this. She's quite the runner and triathlete, right? Yes, yes. So we're going to talk today with Mrs. Jillick Wolf about running, triathletes, staying in, in uh, competitive shape, what it takes. But before we do that, how about a word from our sponsor? Yeah. All right, yeah. We have fourth grade here, right? Yes. Check out our new website, fourthgradefootball.com. Make sure to check it out, fourthgradefootball.com, for news, stats, schedules, uh, stories by students, pictures by students. Check that out, and check out HutchingsComputerLab.com for all the activities your kids do in the computer lab. It's online at home. Visit it today. So enough about me, all right? Yes. Uh, I could talk about, well, we'll talk about me later. It's Mrs. Jellick-Wolf time. So, Mrs. Jellick-Wolf, you're a runner. How long have you been running? Um, since college. I started running in college. Really? Yes. So what turned you on to running in college? Well, I played sports in high school, basketball, volleyball, and softball. And then I went to college and did synchronized swimming. And then after that, I didn't have a pool, so I started running. Okay, I gotcha. No more water. You wanted to keep moving around, so you went to running That's right. Mm-hmm. So you've been running ever since? Yes. <laughs> She's been running ever since, all right. When I scheduled this podcast... Uh, just a note out there, Mrs. Jillicle said, oh, by the way, I can do it, but uh, i got to get my walk in first. That's right, so yes. She did, and, it was a nice, and if I had a better microphone with battery, I would much prefer to do the podcast out on the road today, but we can't, so we're stuck here in the studio. Yeah, that's okay. So running since college, mm-hmm. and then you run for fun, or have you ever been in any races? Yes. Well, I started just the small races, like 5K, 10K, and then did the triathlons um then after that because i didn't have a pool again then i did some marathons so for our listeners out there that aren't familiar with the triathlon what what events are in there you swim and then bike and then run swim and then bike and then run Mm -hmm. and then how how far do you usually swim for in your triathlon well the ones that i've done are called sprints Mm -hmm. so you just swim a mile and then you bike probably (laughs) probably 12 to 16 sometimes like 22 miles you'll bike and then the run is usually a 5k which is 3.1 or a 10k which is 6.2 i'm tired just thinking about that (laughs) and you mentioned marathons right yes so take me back to young mrs jillick wolf in college you just start running how many years would you say after that that you decided to enter your your first marathon oh geez um it was probably 
five or six years. Five so, or six years? Mm-hmm. What made you decide? Do you remember your first marathon? Yes, it was the Chicago Marathon, and it was great. You run through all these um, little areas, and people are dressed up, and they're cheering, and it's great. It's a fun marathon to do. I don't know if the word, if that's kind of like an oxymoron, fun, <laughs> fun and marathon, marathon together, yeah. right? But I guess it can be if you're a runner. Yeah, yeah. Again, for our listeners out there, how how far is a marathon? 26.2. 26.2. Miles. Miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then after the Chicago Marathon, then I ran the Boston Marathon. In the Boston Marathon, you have to run... You have to qualify for, which means you have to run a certain time in another marathon, and then you can qualify for the Boston Marathon and then run that. So I did that, and that one was cool. And that one, the whole um, area that you run through, everybody has the day off, and um, everybody's out cheering for you. So that one's cool. No, that does sound pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So before I get into kind of picking your brain about how you – push yourself to do all of these triathlons and marathons i had my uh podcast research department do big up some stats for us here yeah all right 26.2 miles right for a marathon uh-huh so here this is yours to keep i'm going to post Thank this you. on our website it's hutchingspodcast.com you can take a look at what mrs jillick wolf and i are looking at right now so it's a map of where we are at school we're right about in the middle there and 26.2 miles around us are all the places that Mrs. Jillick Wolf could run to. All right, these are like a marathon away from us on this map. And cool. one of them is did you know from here at Hutchings to 12 Oaks Mall in Novi, it's only 23 miles? Really? So maybe you could get there and run around the mall a few laps? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what's amazing? 23 miles, when I'm in the car with the kids and we get about halfway there, I'm in the car and I'm like, this is taking forever. I'm going nuts. Yeah. I can't imagine running that far. How long? How long does it usually take to finish a marathon when you've ran them? Do you remember, like, ballpark your times? Um, it was, like, three hours and 40 minutes. Of running? Yes. I, I, I was watching the baseball game last night. The Tiger. I couldn't sit still for t- – I couldn't watch the game for three <laughs> hours and 40 minutes in my chair. I was that's having right. a hard time with that, let alone running, so that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's going pretty fast. Like, yeah. I, I just like to get done. You like to get done. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a good way to do the marathon. That's right. So you could run to 12 Oaks Mall in Novi. Mrs. Jellick Wolf, you could run to one of my favorite delis, Zingerman's in uh, Ann Arbor. You could yes. run there, pick up a sandwich for me, and run back. Yeah. Maybe. I'd go down there and <laughs> get it You can pick you. me up sure. there. You could run to my old condo in Okemos. I remember driving okay. to school every day, and I thought it was the longest drive ever. And to think that people would run that distance, is, it blows my mind. You could run to Schwartz Creek, Grand Blank, Waterford. This is crazy. <laughs> you could go it to is. Lake Fenton. That's nice. They have, like, they have pools up there. Really? Yeah, you we could just swim, swim afterwards. Yeah I, yeah, I know some people. Williamston. You could run to Williamston. How about that? Yeah. To, oh, this is crazy. So... <laughs> That is a long way to go on, on your feet, let alone in a car. So here's it what is. I wanted to ask you. Can you describe what hitting the wall is? Oh, yes. And running. I had never hit the wall till the marathon this year. And it was a, I'm from Kalamazoo, and they had the first ever Kalamazoo marathon. So I had to do it because it went right by my parents' house. Mm-hmm. So 
the marathon is supposed to be 12 or 26.2 miles and that marathon was 26.5 miles and I hit the wall at 26.3 and um, hitting the wall means you're just you can't go any further (laughs) so I was running very slow for the last Two miles. Well, that's probably where I could have helped you out. I could have done the 26.2 to 26.5. You could have, you know, tagged me or whatever. That's it's like, right. Yeah, that's right. Pass the baton. Uh, and I could have walked it in. Yeah, hopefully they switched that this year because that was rough. I ran to the mailbox and back the other day. Good job, Mr. It was Warren. raining out. I hey, didn't want to get wet. You have to start somewhere. I had a good time. <laughs> and it's not about me, though. This is about Mrs. Jillick. So you hit the wall, you were almost done, and that extra. Point three miles that you weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. So, what, what's it like when you hit the wall, like physically and mentally, emotionally? What's what's it like? What do you feel like? You feel like you can't go any further, but you have to because the finish line is almost there. So, could you I just see the finish line. I could see it. Yeah, um, and then I saw Ellie, my daughter, and Kennedy and Berkeley, and my mom and my dad and Mr. Wolf. They were there. And so then I thought, oh, I have to keep going. So I just went and made it to the finish line. So, so it was good. How do you motivate yourself when you hit the wall? What goes through your head to finish? Do you, I mean, what are you thinking about so that you can get to the finish line? You can see it probably looked a lot farther away than yeah. three miles. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing that I thought about was um, one of my friend's dads was fighting cancer, and I thought, if he can fight that, then I can make it to this finish line. And so that's what I thought about for the last part. So that was good. It got me there. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason I ask is, I don't know how many of our listeners out there run marathons, Uh and I don't know how many of them do triathlons, but... I know we all hit the wall in our lives. The kids do. My kids do. I do. Um, You know, and so everyone hits the wall, and and some people, when they hit the wall, they stop. Right. I think most of us do. Don't stop. You can do it. We can see the finish line, Mm -hmm. but I don't think many of us know what to think about or how to push ourselves enough to get over the wall or through the wall. Yeah. So that's why I kind of wanted to pick your brain there. How about when you're training? Mm. You ever train? Yes, or? you have to train. You can't just do it. You, you feel like you ever when you train, you ever feel like taking a day off? Mm-hmm. Yes, but you do get one free day. So if you're training for a, a marathon, you can follow um, like all these training schedules. The one that I did was HalHigdon.com, and um, you get one day that they say you have to rest. And actually, that's the hardest day because I never want to rest. So um, they say you have to rest, and then you just follow it. So you start with, like, running three miles, and then the next day will be four miles, then back down to three, then up to six, then up to 12. That's one week. And then you keep going until you get um, running 20 miles or 22, but you never do the whole marathon until the marathon. So you're building up in pieces, but that's right. Your the part that's hard for you is taking the time yes, off. Yes, like I don't the like the day off. <laughs> so that's that's tough for you, like, yeah. right? Yeah, it is. I don't like that day, but, but you stick to the schedule. Yeah, I do because they know what they're talking about. I don't. <laughs> well, no, I think, but 
that that goes to with um, you know in life in general when if it's homework or if it's you know reading or if it's um, you know doing a project in your house whatever right. it is you're working on I think we all have a schedule that we should probably stick to mm -hmm. but I can say that from experience I don't all the time yeah I'm trying to a workout thing at home and I, it's six six nights on and one night off and honestly I took the night off last night uh oh, Mr. I know, Martin. I know. I, I hit the wall. Oh. And now I feel guilty. So <laughs> Don't feel guilty. Just get right back on. But that's the thing. I think, you know, every day, the next day is a new day. Mm -hmm. And so we have to get back on and, and just keep pushing ourselves. Right? That's right. You can always start over. You can. Yeah. The first time I tried to do a marathon, I hurt my foot. And so I couldn't do it at that time. But um, then I got right back to it. You did. Right when it got better. Mm -hmm. So everyone out there might not be training for a race, but maybe right. they're training for a test. <gasps> yeah. Right? Maybe, yeah. They, uh, maybe they're training to make their next sports team. Mm -hmm. Maybe they got cut or they want to get better. And you can't really take too many days off, can you? You have to no. keep going at it. Right. Yeah. Get back at it. Get back at it. Yeah. And if you do want to do a triathlon, kids, there are kids triathlons in Howell, actually. So you could do those, too, if you want, ever wanted to try it. Tell me about the triathlons. you do any recently? Yes, one in the summer. How'd that go? It was great. I hadn't done one for 11 years, and I thought, oh, I better do it. It's in Howell. So um, it was great. It was just a great experience. They're I love it because you run or swim and then bike and then run. So you don't have to keep running for hours. You just swim quickly, run, or bike quickly, and then run. So it's kind of you just do your best for that short period of time. Right. Mm -hmm. So there must be something about the chair. It's, I'm going to call it the modest chair because we had one of our guests last week, uh, Griffin, second grader. He's one of the top hockey players in the state of Michigan. Really? He's, he's fantastic. Good job, Griffin. And, uh, if, I won't call it bragging, but I'd like these people are on the show for a reason. So, it's all right, Mrs. Jillick Wolf, how'd you finish in the, uh, in I, the triathlon? I got fifth overall, so that means I was the fifth person to finish, uh -huh. and first in my age group because triathlons go by ages. Sure. And one thing, if you ever do a triathlon, look at the back of somebody's leg because it tells their age. Okay. Then you can know who you need to pass. Uh -huh. On the bike and the run. <laughs> Unless you're up in the front and everyone's looking that's at your right, leg, right? That's right. So, yep. so keep running. <laughs> There's a tip. So congrats on that. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, so I got a free pass to do it again next year. A free so. pass for the triathlon. Mm -hmm. All right. So next year in Howell, everyone will have to come out and cheer me on. Maybe maybe we'll have some uh, friends and family out from Hutchings out there to cheer you on. That'd be awesome. There we go. Have your moms, grandmas, everybody do it. Yeah. So, Mrs. Jellick, what kind of advice would you have for any of our listeners out there who have kind of hit the wall in whatever they're doing, you know, it, be it a, a kindergartner or a fifth grader or a parent or a grandparent, they just see the finish line, but they don't know if they can make it across. What would you tell them to do? How, uh, how do they do that? I would say, always remember that you can do it. You just have to keep trying. Keep trying your best. Always give your best, and you can do it. Sometimes you might need to walk, but you can get there. Just finish. Get to the finish line. You can do it. Hey, guess what? 
we're at the finish line of the podcast. Well, thank you for having me, Mr. Horn. My pleasure. We made it. Yeah. This is Jill Wolf, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Maybe we'll have you on again after another uh, triathlon. There you go. The medals, huh? Yeah, well, we can do May is the marathon, so we'll or do that again. If we get a pool in the Hutchings recording <laughs> studio, I'm sure Mrs. Jillick might stop by. She's right. ever oh, since yeah. college. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of walking at lunch, I'll swim in the pool. <laughs> we'll talk to Mrs. Wallace about that. There you go. Well, so for our announcer, Jack, for the Hutchings podcast staff, for Mrs. Jillick Wolf, I am Mr. Horn signing off. Have a great day, folks. And-